Gracias por la oportunidad de estar acá. Creemos que hay muchos que no, que no les conocemos. Pero sí sabemos que creen en Jesucristo. Y por tanto somos hermanos. Y vamos a estar juntos por la eternidad. And we're going to be together for eternity. Y le, le doy un saludo de parte de nuestra iglesia. Que también es esa gran familia que vamos a estar juntos por la eternidad. And we will all be together, including those in Cuba, in eternity. Soy pastor de la iglesia bautista en Ciudad Santo Espíritu. I'm pastor of a Baptist church in Santo Espíritu, Cuba. Y, y trabajamos con otras iglesias en la plantación de iglesias en el evangelismo. And we work together with lots of other churches all around Cuba in order to plant churches. Y creemos que es el tiempo para Cuba ahora. And we believe that right now is the time for Cuba. Eh, muchas personas están viniendo al evangelio. There are a lot of people that are coming to the gospel, that are coming to Christ. Eh, más del 80% de las personas que se le presenta a Cristo lo reciben. Actually, more than 80% of the people that hear the gospel in Cuba are accepting Christ. Ya a un pastor le dijeron esto y dijeron que eso no podía ser real. And there was a, someone who already talked about that earlier at our meeting, and someone said that can't be true. Pero cuando han ido allí, pues han podido ver que es real. But it is true with God. Pero tenemos eh, una preocupación. We still have a problem, a worry, eh, con respecto a la, a la forma de presentar el evangelio. But we have a, a problem in terms of how we present the gospel. El apóstol Pablo le dijo a, a los Gálatas que, Paul, Paul says to the church in Galatians, que si alguien predicaba un evangelio diferente que fuera maldito that he be cursed. Eh, en Cuba están muchas denominaciones también predicando y no siempre ocurre que se predica el evangelio de Jesucristo detrás de nuestra iglesia hay otra congregación there are, there are other y me he sentado a escuchar lo que predican And I've, I've heard them actually sitting in the back of those congregations listening to what they say. Es mucho grito, predican muy alto. They are raising their voice, they're shouting. Mucha emoción. There's lots of emotion. Pero no escucho la Biblia dice. But what I hear when I'm sitting in the back of the congregation, they're not really talking about the Bible. Sé que en Estados Unidos están predicando también el Evangelio de la Prosperidad. I know also here in the United States they have been preaching the prosperity gospel. El Evangelio de la Sanidad. The comfort gospel or the gospel of health. El Evangelio de la Comodidad. The gospel of medicine. Pero esos evangelios no son los que salvan. But those different gospels, those false gospels, are not the gospels that really save. Estos evangelios dicen, ven a Cristo y serás sano de tu enfermedad. They say, come to Christ and you will be healed of your sickness. Pero si no aceptas a Jesús como Salvador, va a morir por la eternidad. But if you happen to not accept Christ as your Savior, well, you're going to die. Estos evangelios dicen, ven a Cristo para que se acabe tu miseria. They say, come to Christ so that you can be saved from your suffering. Pero si no aceptan a Cristo, van a ser miserables por la eternidad. But if you don't accept Christ, then you're going to be miserable for eternity. Estos evangelios dicen, ven para que no tengas problemas. They say, come so that you don't have problems. Pero si no aceptan a Cristo, van a tener un gran problema por siempre. El Evangelio que yo creo que dice la Biblia However, the gospel that I believe that the Bible says, es ven a Cristo para que seas salvo de la condenación. Hay un, un texto de la Biblia a, a text the Bible, 
que explica claramente este evangelio al cual nosotros predicamos. That explains very clearly the type of true gospel that we should be preaching. Está en el capítulo 8 del Evangelio de Juan. It is in John chapter 8. Eh, todos sabemos que el Evangelio de Juan fue escrito para que creyéramos en Jesucristo. We know that the gospel of John was written so that we believe in Christ, believe y, in God. Y para que creyendo tengamos vida eterna en su nombre. And so that we as believers have eternal life in por, him. Por tanto, creemos que no hay otro lugar mejor para hablar acerca de la salvación que en el Evangelio de Juan. Les invitamos allí a leer el capítulo 8, versículos del 1 al 11. Y le, por favor le pedimos si pueden ponerse de pie. Tenemos la costumbre en nuestra iglesia en in Cuba, leer la Biblia de pie. En Cuba tenemos la tradición de siempre stand up cuando estamos leyendo nuestros versos. Please, ahora. Usted puede leer. John 8, 1 through 11. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning, he came again to the temple. All the people came to him, and he sat down and taught them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery, and placing her in the midst, they said to him, Teacher, this woman has been caught in the act of adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such a woman. So what do you say? This they said to him as a test, and they might have have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and wrote with his finger on the ground. And as they continued to ask him, he stood up and said to them, let him who is without sin among you to be the first to throw a stone at her. And once more he bent down and wrote on the ground. But when they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the older ones. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus stood up and said to her, woman, Where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, sin no more. Let's pray. Padre, gracias por tu palabra. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Gracias por explicarnos tan claramente el Evangelio de la salvación. Thank you so much for explaining so clearly what the gospel of salvation means. Te rogamos en esta noche que nos hables por medio de ella. And I pray tonight that you will speak through it. Que nos enseñes. That you will teach us. Para poder explicar el evangelio correctamente. In order to be able to explain the gospel correctly to others. Para ayudar a otros a conocer la salvación. In order so others may know what the true salvation means. Y úsanos como instrumento en tus manos. And we pray that we put this in your hands. En el nombre de Jesús. In your name. Amen. Amen. Pueden sentarse. You may be seated. Thank you. I have a iron. He titulado este sermón confrontando con la verdad. The title of this sermon is facing the truth. Estaba Jesús eh, en este momento en un momento de, de ya de persecución. Ya su ministerio estaba siendo un poco más perseguido. In this time, Jesus's ministry was under persecution. Y Jesús estaba en el Monte de los Olivos. And he was on the Mount of Olives. Pero aún así él fue allí al, al templo a, a, a hablar al templo. And he went to the temple in order to, to talk. Las personas vinieron a él. And the people came to him. Y él estaba enseñando. And they were trying to teach him. Y llegan entonces los fariseos con una mujer que había sorprendido, había sido sorprendida en adulterio. And the Pharisees came to him with this woman who they had caught in adultery. Y la presentan delante de él. They presented her in front of him. Dice el texto para probarle. In order to test him. Ellos sabían lo que tenían que hacer. Because they already knew what they had to do according Con, to the law. Conforme a la ley. 
pero querían tentar a Jesús. But they wanted to tempt Jesus. Y le hacen una pregunta a Jesús que a cualquiera de nosotros pues eh, nos es difícil responder. And they ask him a question that to all of us is really hard to answer. Una decisión que hacer con el pecado. A decision that you have to think about with sin. De alguien que evidentemente había cometido eh, ese pecado. Because someone had already committed sin. Tenía una lucha evident. entre la ley y la gracia. And so it was a fight between the, what the law says and what exactly is grace. Y ellos pensaron poner en aprieto a Jesús. And they were trying to trap Jesus. Finalmente ellos fueron los que salieron en aprieto. But actually they were the ones who became trapped. Pero en ese momento ellos hacen la pregunta y Jesús no responde. And in that moment when they ask a question and Jesus didn't really respond at first. Muchos pensaríamos que Jesús no tenía una respuesta que dar. Someone, some people think that Jesus didn't have an answer at first. Pero él estaba dando más solemnidad al tiempo, a ese, a ese momento. But he was allowing time to have its place. ¿Qué hacemos con esta mujer? What do we do with this woman? Que fue sorprendida en adulterio. That was found in adultery. Moisés dijo que había que apedrearla. And the law of Moses said exactly what they had to do. ¿Tú qué dices? But what do you say? Y él pues eh, le habla a ellos y le dice que si alguno está sin pecado, he said to them, if any of you are without sin, que es el primero a arrojar la piedra contra ella. You be the first one to throw the stone. Eh, ninguno pues lanzó la piedra. So none of them, not, not one of them threw the stone. Dice que sus conciencias fueron acusadas because they felt condemned inside. Y todos salieron. And they all left. Jesús le pregunta a la mujer, señor, mujer, ninguno te condena. So he asked the woman, so has no one condemned you? El, ella le responde, ninguno, señor. And she responds to him, none, Lord. Y entonces él le, le dijo, yo tampoco te condeno. So then he responded, I will not condemn you either. Vete y no peques más. Go from now on and say no more. Esta historia que muchas veces pasamos por encima contiene un plan de salvación. A lot of times this really important story that we glaze over has a really important plan for salvation. Un plan de salvación que es cada vez más necesario en estos tiempos. Uh, a plan that's really important even in these times, in these days. Un plan de salvación que ha sido eh, tergiversado, que ha sido torcido en estos tiempos. And a plan that has been kind of uh, formed specifically le, for these days. Le decimos a las personas simplemente, Jesús te ama. Sometimes we just go up to people and say Jesus loves you. Y la persona pues quiere recibir a Jesús. And do you want to accept Christ? Y la persona dice sí. The person says yes. Okay, ya soy salvo. And okay, you're saved. Pero <laughs> pero tenemos que re, que re, la responsabilidad de confrontar a las personas con la verdad de Dios. But we have the responsibility, responsibility of facing the truth, specifically in regards to the gospel. Explicarle muy bien, muy claro lo que Dios dice en su palabra. We have to explain to them very clearly what God says in His Word. Y aquí comienza la historia, primeramente enseñando la condición delante de Dios. And the first point is that we have to teach them about their sin condition before God. Es lo primero que debemos hacer con los pecadores. That's the first thing we have to do with sinners. Lo primero que tenemos que enseñarles es en qué condición están delante de Dios. We have to teach them what, what condition are you in before God. Cuando trajeron a la mujer frente a Jesús, when they brought the woman before Jesus, y le dijeron que ella había cometido adulterio, they said that she had committed adultery. Ella obviamente se tenía que reconocer culpable porque la ley le acusaba. Obviously she had to be guilty because according to the law she was. En el libro de Éxodo en el capítulo 20, 14 dice no no cometerás adulterio. In Exodus chapter 20 it says do not commit adultery. Y si vamos al contexto donde estaba aquella mujer, aún el evangelio no había sido escrito. 
And if we go to this context about this woman where the gospel still hadn't been written. Quiere decir que la ley era vigente para ellos en aquel tiempo. That the law was what mandated what, what should happen to the woman. Todavía la ley en ese momento debía aplicarse. So therefore the law should be applicable. Por tanto la condición que ella tenía delante de, de los hombres o delante de Dios era de pecadora. So her condition before the Pharisees and before Jesus was that she was guilty and she was a sinner. Ella obviamente estaba reconociendo que era pecadora. Obviously she was recognized as a sinner. Pero había un problema. But there was a problem. Aquellos hombres que estaban frente a ella acusándola the, the very men that were in front of her accusing her también necesitaban reconocer que eran pecadores. They needed to realize as well that they were sinners. Ella sabía por, por la ley que era pecadora. She knew by the law she was a sinner. Pero ellos no se reconocían pecadores. But the Pharisees were not necessarily recognized as sinners. Cuando Jesús le dice a ellos el que esté sin pecado sea el primero en lanzar la piedra contra ella. When Jesus said you without sin be the first to throw the stone. Dice que Jesús comenzó a escribir en tierra. He started to write in, in the ground. Y que sus conciencias le acusaron. And with their, with their minds they were condemned, they were accused. Hay una obra que solamente puede hacer el Espíritu Santo. There is a special work that the Holy Spirit can do and only do. Dice que él convence al hombre de pecado. Convence al hombre de pecado. He can, he can convince people inside their, in their brains, inside their minds. De justicia y de juicio. What is true, what is just and what is not true. Y, y es una obra solo del Espíritu. And that's something that the Holy Spirit, a work that the Holy Spirit can do alone. Y creo que sin esa herramienta vamos a predicar el Evangelio pero las personas no van a entender. And sometimes when we're preaching the gospel, the people aren't going to necessarily understand it. Esa es la herramienta imprescindible. It's a, it's a tool that is so important to us. Para que las personas, pues, sus conciencias le aclaren en qué condición están delante de Dios. That they realize what kind of condition they are in before God. Puede ser que cuando yo estaba allí en la oscuridad, pues me miraba y ando con una camisa blanca. Sometimes if I'm in a, in a dark room or where it's dark and I have a white shirt on. Tengo algunas manchas en la camisa. And I have some spots on, on the shirt. Y en aquel rincón mi camisa no se ve tan manchada. But in the darkness you can't see the spots on my white shirt. Pero cuando yo vengo a este lugar donde estoy frente a la luz. But when I'm in the light. Y, y veo mi camisa. And I see my shirt. Puedo entender que mi camisa está más I manchada. I can see that. Oh my word, my shirt looks so Cuando estamos en medio, en medio de una <laughs> Cuando estamos en medio de una sociedad que está llena de pecado. When we're in a society that's filled with sin, y empiezo a compararme con las otras personas, and we start to compare ourselves with others, eh, y empiezo a entender que yo no soy tan malo. I'm not that bad compared to others. Aquel es más malo que yo. Others probably are worse than I am. Entonces no entiendo cuán malo soy. So I don't understand how bad I actually am. Pero cuando yo vengo a la luz de Cristo, but in the light of Christ, cuando el Espíritu Santo ilumina mi mente, when the Holy Spirit illuminates my mind, cuando el Espíritu Santo me convence de pecado. When the Holy Spirit convicts me of sin, entonces entiendo cuán pecador soy. I realize how much of a sinner I really am. Entiendo mi condición delante de Dios. I recognize my condition before entiendo God. Entiendo que soy miserable delante de Dios. Before God, I'm miserable. Entiendo que necesito a Dios. I need God. De otra manera, no puedo ser salvo. And I can't be saved without Him. Y ese es el, el primer punto que tenemos que entender cuando vamos a predicar el Evangelio es que la gente necesita entender en qué and, condición está. And that is the first point when we're trying to preach the true gospel is what is your condition before God. Pero no lo podemos dejar allí. But we can't leave it there. La persona puede decir, okay, estoy mal, no importa. The people can say, okay, I'm bad, it doesn't really matter. Pero tenemos que hablar acerca de la consecuencia de ese pecado. But the second point, we have to explain the consequences of their sin. Los fariseos dijeron que esa mujer debía ser apedreada. 
The Pharisees said, well, the woman should be stoned. Y, y ahí la, la, se pone un poco más complicada. But that's where it becomes a little complicated. Ella podía asumir la vergüenza de haber cometido adulterio. Because it's possible that she could start to feel the, sh the shame. Pero era más difícil asumir la condenación. But it was hard to, to condemn her in that time. Nosotros necesitamos decirle a las personas no solamente la condición en que están, sino la consecuencia de su pecado. Not only do we need to explain what the condition of their heart is or their condition before God, we also have to explain what is the consequence of their sin. Y no solamente la condición de, de la, la consecuencia de su pecado desde la perspectiva humana, sino espiritual. But not only the consequences of their sin here on earth or from a human perspective, but from a heavenly perspective, an eternal perspective. En Romanos 6.23 dice, porque la paga del pecado es muerte. Romans 6.23 said, for the wages of sin is death. Y en Apocalipsis 21.8 dice, pero los cobardes e incrédulos, los abominables y homicidas, los fornicarios y hechiceros, los idólatas y todos los mentirosos tendrán su parte en el lago de fuego que arde con fuego y azufre, que es la muerte segunda. En Revelation 21.8 says, But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Es posible que muchos no estén de acuerdo con lo que voy a decir ahora. There's, it's possible that some people might not necessarily agree with what I'm going to say right now. Pero esta es mi convicción. But this is my conviction. Tenemos que ser despiadados a la hora de presentar las consecuencias del pecado. In a sense, we should be ruthless. We should be cruel when we're explaining what the consequences of sin are to people. No puedo tener compasión a la hora de decirle dónde va a ir a parar su alma. We can't really have too much compassion when we're telling them or trying to explain where their soul is going to be for eternity. No puedo pasar por encima que van a vivir una condenación eterna. We can't just skip the fact that, that they're going to be having some eternal damnation apart from God. ¿Cuántos han ido al médico alguna vez? How many of you guys have been to the doctor? ¿A cuántos le gusta que el médico, cuando usted tiene una enfermedad grave, le diga, no, no es ningún problema? How many of you enjoy it when you have something serious and the doctor doesn't necessarily say that and he says, oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> cuando un médico hace un diagnóstico, when a doctor does a, makes a diagnosis, tiene que preparar al paciente He has to prepare the patient. Para que ese paciente pueda hacer un compromiso con el tratamiento. He has to prepare the patient so that he follows the plan of the treatment. Si el médico, yo tengo una enfermedad grave. If I have a serious illness. Y él no me dice que realmente estoy en aprieto. And he doesn't tell me that I'm in danger of possibly dying. Si él no me dice realmente lo que está pasando con mi vida. He doesn't, if he doesn't tell me what's happening with my body, with my life. Si él no me dice que es muy peligroso. That it's really dangerous. Entonces yo no voy a hacer el tratamiento correctamente. Then I might not follow the correct treatment. Y una vez que morí, pues entonces el médico es un homicida. And if I die, then it's the, the doctor's fault. Cuando predicamos el evangelio. When we preach the gospel. Y le hablamos a la persona de que hay una condenación. And we tell people that they have uh, an eternal damnation if they don't accept the gospel. Cuando no tenemos compasión para hablar la, de, de esa consecuencia, if we don't speak the fact that there is a very serious consequence, entonces la persona es su responsabilidad lo que haga. Then it could be our responsibility, our fault for them not following through. Hace aproximadamente un mes me, me, me afecté una mano. About a month ago, I had a really serious injury with my hand. Estuve a punto de perder mi, mi, mi mano. 
my hand was about to fall off. Cuando fui al médico que me estaban curando, and when, when I went to the doctor, me dijeron claramente es posible que pierda tu mano. And he told me clearly that it was possible that I would lose my hand. Me empezaron a hacer unas curas muy dolorosas. And he started a treatment that was really, really painful. Tenía un hueco en mi mano. And he had a hole inside his hand. Mi esposa me tenía que aguantar bien duro. And he had to rely on his wife. Y, y yo casi que, que gritaba. And he almost shouted in pain. Y el médico me decía, te lo tengo que hacer para que se sane. And some of the treatment that the doctor had to do, had to, he had to do that was really painful. Es necesario. It's necessary. Después me dijo, tienes que hacer este tratamiento. And then he gave him a, a plan of treatment. Y pensando que podía perder mi mano, lo hice al pie de la letra. And thinking about the fact that it was possible that he lose his hand, he followed this, all the instructions that the doctor gave him. Sufrí mucho con, el, con mi mano afectada. And he suffered a lot with his hand. Pero por hacer el tratamiento. But by following the treatment. Y porque sé que muchos oraron por mí. And by lots of prayer from some of you here. La mano fue sanando. The hand was healed. Y aquí está. And there it is. Pero fue necesario que me hablaran claramente. But it was necessary for the doctor to talk to me very clearly. Es lo mismo que hacemos cuando predicamos a Cristo. And when we're preaching the gospel, that is exactly the same. Si queremos que las personas se sanen del pecado. If we want someone to be healed from sin. Si queremos que las personas eh, puedan cambiar sus vidas. If we want someone to change their life. Es necesario hablar acerca de su maldad. We have to talk about their sin. Y, y hablar acerca de la consecuencia de esa maldad. And talk about the consequences that it carries. Bien, ahí los dejamos solamente cuando eh, le hablamos primeramente acerca de su condición y después de la gravedad de su problema. Si los dejamos allí, pues entonces somos más despiadados todavía. Okay, so those are just the first two points, talking about their condition and then how bad it is and the consequences that come with it, but we're still not finished. There's more to explaining the gospel. Tenemos que darle la medicina para su problema. We have to give them the medicine for their problem. Allí estaba Jesús nuevamente. And they're There's Jesus. Jesús, eh, la ley acusaba a la mujer. The law was accusing the woman. Y la misma ley hablaba y los fariseos dijeron la consecuencia del pecado. And that was the same law that the Pharisees used to tell what the consequence was for the woman's sin. Pero ahí está Jesús. But there was Jesus. Ellos se fueron todos. And all the Pharisees left. Y entonces ella frente a él. And she was alone with Jesus. Me imagino que estaba temblando. And I imagine she was shaking. Me imagino que estaba esperando como una persona que espera el veredicto de un juez. And she was expecting some kind of judgment. ¿Qué va a pasar conmigo? She was thinking, what's going to happen with me? Y, y algo maravilloso ocurre en la vida de la mujer. And something marvelous in turn happened in y, her life. Y es que hay un regalo. There was a gift. Él, él le dice a la mujer, mujer, ninguno te condena. He tells the woman, no one is here to condemn you. Yo tampoco te condeno. Neither do I condemn you. El, el juez. The judge. El que verdaderamente podía dar una sentencia definitiva. The only one who could really give a complete sentence, a final sentence. El rey del universo. He's the king of the universe. Le estaba ofreciendo un regalo de gracia. He was giving her the gift of grace. Ahora quiero que pensemos en esta parte de la historia. Now I would like us to think about this part of the story. Pensemos si esta mujer tuvo que hacer algo para recibir ese perdón. Did she have to do anything to receive the forgiveness? Hay algo que ella tuvo que hacer. There's something that she had to do. No. Is there? No. Nada. Nothing. Y es algo que tenemos que explicarle a las personas. And that's what we have to explain to people. La salvación es un regalo de gracia. 
Salvation is a gift of grace. No hay nada que podamos hacer para que para poder recibir a Jesús. There's absolutely nothing we can do to receive that gift of salvation. No hay obra ninguna que me pueda salvar. There's no type of work that we can do to receive. Solamente la intervención de Jesús. Only Jesus' intervention. Y ya intervino por mí en la cruz del Calvario. And on Calvary, he already intervened for me on the cross. Ya él lo hizo todo en el Calvario. He already did everything. Ya él murió por mí en el Calvario. On Calvary, he died for me. Ya él vino aquí para salvarme. He came specifically to save me. Ya él envió a los que habían de predicarme para salvarme. He sent specifically people ahead of me to preach to me so that I could be saved. Y no tuve que hacer nada para salvarme. And I didn't have to do anything to save myself. Cuando vemos la historia de esta mujer, when we look at the story of this woman, nos damos cuenta que era culpable. We realized she was guilty. Nos damos cuenta que que merecía la muerte. We realized that she deserved death. Y nos damos cuenta que Jesús la perdonó. We realized that Jesus forgave her. Sin que ella entendí, sin que ella hiciera algo para 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 merecerlo. Without her doing anything to deserve it. Podemos entender la enorme gracia de Dios. We can begin to understand the enormous grace. Podemos entender que la salvación es por gracia y no por obras. That salvation is because of grace and not because of works. Los que predican una salvación por obras no hay respaldo bíblico alguno que pueda ampararlo. And those who preach uh, a, a works-based faith uh, do not have anything connected to the Bible and what we believe. No tenemos más nada que entender en qué condición estamos. We don't have to think, if you're thinking about a works-based faith, you're not thinking about our condition, our sin condition. Entender a dónde vamos sin Cristo. And, we need, and you don't think about where we're going without Christ. Y tomar esa salvación. And take that salvation. Solamente por fe. Only by faith. Dice en... Romanos 3:21. In Romans 3:21, puede leer el texto. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified by His grace as a gift through the redemption. That is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by His blood, to the received to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness, because in His divine forbearance He had passed over former sins. It was to show His righteousness at the present time, so that He might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Creo que el, el solo texto de la Biblia es suficiente para explicarnos I think this, this text is to to us. que somos justificados gratuitamente that we are que recibimos la fe exclusivamente porque creemos en Jesús that we faith just by in Jesus. que Él justifica el que es de la fe de Jesús y es algo que es tan sencillo para ustedes yo sé que creen en esta doctrina And maybe it's really simple to believe in that doctrine. Pero que hay muchas denominaciones que no predican esta doctrina. But there's lots of denominations that don't preach that type of salvation. Predican otro evangelio diferente. They preach a different gospel. Y el evangelio de Jesucristo habla de una salvación por gracia. But the gospel of Jesus talks about a salvation that is by faith, by grace. Ese ha sido el mensaje de la iglesia. And that's been the message of the church. Por mucho tiempo. For lots of. De la iglesia de Jesucristo. Of the Church of Jesus Christ. Y finalmente, and finally, si la mujer pues acepta a Jesús y the, sigue haciendo lo mismo, 
if the woman accepts Jesus, but she continues to be herself and continues in the lifestyle that she lived, no creo que haya sido muy bueno lo que haya ocurrido en su vida. then I don't think what really happened there was Jesús le dijo, vete y no peques más. He says specifically, go and sin no more. Y nosotros tenemos que animar a las personas a vivir esa nueva vida en Cristo. The last point is that we have to encourage people to live their new life in an upright manner. Dice la palabra. The word says. En Romano, en 2 Corintios 5, 17. In 2 Corinthians 5, 17. De modo que si alguno está en Cristo, nueva criatura es. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Las cosas viejas pasaron. The old is gone. Y aquí todas son hechas nuevas. The new is come. Yo creo que la evidencia de la salvación está en la transformación. The evidence of being saved, of salvation, is in transformation. La transformación no es lo que hacemos para ser salvos. And the transformation, transformation has nothing to do with what we supposedly do to be saved. La transformación es la consecuencia de que ya soy salvo. The transformation is a consequence of the fact that I'm already saved. Y, y, y si una persona sigue viviendo en el pecado, obviamente no es salvo. And if someone continues to live in sin, then obviously he is not saved. Un pastor pentecostal me pregunta. A Pentecostal pastor came to me and asked. Ellos creen en la caída de la gracia. They believe in, 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 the, in the fall in grace. Y nosotros creemos en la seguridad de salvación. And we believe in the security of salvation. Y él me pregunta, ¿cómo es posible que alguien que estuvo en la iglesia How is it possible that someone who was in the side of the church se fue de la iglesia, and leaves the church y entonces está pecando, pecado tras pecado, and he's sinning and sinning and sinning? ¿Y cómo es posible que esa persona mantenga la salvación? How is it possible that he keeps his salvation? ¿Cómo es posible que pueda seguir siendo salvo? How is it possible that he is still saved? Y mi respuesta es que nunca fue salvo. And my answer is, well, originally he was never saved. Puede estar en la iglesia. Puede estar en la iglesia. He could be inside the church. Puede conocer la Biblia. He can know the Bible. Puede aún ser un líder de la iglesia. He can even be a leader in the church. Pero si la persona una vez que salió del Evangelio, se fue del Evangelio, está en pecado todo el tiempo, para, no creo que haya tenido una experiencia con el Señor nunca. But if he leaves the church and then continues to sin and sin and sin, then I honestly don't believe that he was ever saved in the first place. Para explicar esta verdad uso dos animales diferentes. To explain this truth, I use two different animals. Los cerdos y los gatos. The pigs and the cats. Cuando, cuando estuvimos eh, en la predicación, allá estaba eh, el hermano Jesús, había un cerdo en un pantano. There was a... Sí. Durante la Estábamos allá cerca, había, no recuerdo que la había visto allá, un cerdo en un pantano. Okay, so one day when he was preaching, there was a pig that kind of came close. El cerdo estaba disfrutando el pantano. And the pig was enjoying himself. <laughs> Cuando, es, es que ese es su medio, es su naturaleza. And that's his, that's his natural way. Y por eso disfruta el pantano. And he was enjoying the food and, and everything. Así el pecador no, que no tiene la naturaleza de Cristo en su vida, And if we as sinners, we don't have Christ in our lives, puede disfrutar el pecado. We can enjoy the sin. Puede revolverse en el pecado. We can roll in the mud just like the pig. Puede estar dentro del pecado. We can be inside the sin. ¿Por qué ese es su medio? Because that's our natural being. Pero ahora he visto gatos en mi casa, tengo un gato. And then on the other hand, we have cats, and I have a cat in my house. Apenas cae en un pantano. And sometimes the cat comes along. Sale de forma rápida. And he runs away. Y empieza a limpiarse con And he doesn't like being dirty, just like the pigs yeah. enjoy being dirty. The instant a cat gets dirty, he starts to lick himself, clean himself. Su naturaleza no le permite estar en el pantano. 
and his his natural being of a cat doesn't permit himself to be dirty. Cuando tengo la naturaleza de Cristo en mi vida, when I have the the natural being of Christ inside my life, la, el deseo de santidad es parte de mi vida. The desire of being holy is part of my life. El deseo de vivir como Cristo vivió. The desire of living just like Christ lived. Y tengo que decirle a la persona que vive en pecado. And I have to tell others who are living in sin. Tú todavía no has tenido una experiencia con Jesucristo. You still haven't had an experience with Christ. Porque si estás viviendo en pecado, evidentemente no has conocido al Señor. And if they're living in sin, then obviously they haven't had an experience with Christ. Es mejor que pues tengas nuevamente conocimiento del Señor o le ores para que Él pueda permitirte entenderlo. And it's really important that I have that knowledge so that I can better pray for that person. Dice Romanos 6, 22. In Romans 6:22, but now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit that gets le get leads to sanctification and its end, eternal life. La santidad es un fruto en nuestras vidas. La santidad es un fruto en nuestras vidas. Holiness is a fruit in our lives. De haber es como un resultado de haber conocido a Jesús. And it's a result of knowing Christ. Y tenemos que exhortar a esas personas que vivan en santidad. And we have to really encourage those people when they're coming to know Christ that they live in that holiness. Es sencillo de entender el evangelio. It's easy to understand the gospel. Es explicarle a la persona la, la condición en la que está delante de Dios. First it's to explain their condition before God. Explicarle la, la consecuencia que le va a llevar ese pecado. Second to explain the consequence of living in that sin. Es explicarle que la salvación es un, un regalo de gracia de Jesús. Third, to explain that salvation is the gift of God. Y explicarle que debe vivir una vida de santa delante de Dios. And fourth, to explain that they should live a life of holiness following es, God. Es sencillo, pero es doctrinal. It's simple, but it's doctrine. Y es importante que nosotros esta verdad sencilla la expliquemos a otros. And it's very important that we explain this simple truth to others. Los grandes avivamientos comenzaron con teología. And lots of people have thought that it's theology. Reconoce, reconocemos el avivamiento en Alemania por Martín Lutero. El, el avivamiento, o sea, lo que es la, el, la reforma en Alemania. Oh, when he's, he's talking about the reform in Germany. Lo que volvió, eh, lo que cambió la, la mentalidad fue la palabra de Dios. And that's what changed the people's mentality was the word of God. Porque como en el principio que Dios creó los cielos y la tierra por medio de su palabra. And the God who created the heavens and earth gave me his word. Dios sigue obrando por medio de su palabra. And God has given me his word. Y cuando abrimos la Biblia y hablamos por medio de la Biblia. When I open the Bible and I talk by means of the Bible. Dios transforma las personas. God is changing, Dios transforming people. Dios transforma las sociedades. God is transforming societies. Dios transforma la familia. God transforms Dios, families. Dios sigue obrando por medio de su palabra. And God continues to work through me by his word. Las emociones no van a cambiar nada. Emotions aren't going to change anything. El, la, la esperanza de prosperidad no va a cambiar nada. The gospel of prosperity and that, or the hope that might come with that isn't going to change la anything. La promesa de sanidad tampoco va a cambiar nada. The gospel of health isn't going to change anything. La palabra de Dios es lo que puede cambiar. The word of God is the only thing that can provoke change. En Estados Unidos ocurrieron dos grandes avivamientos. In the United States, there were two big things that happened. Uno de los grandes líderes de aquel avivamiento fue eh, Jonathan Edwards. Jonathan Edwards was a really important leader. Y muchos otros. And there were many others. Tenía un conocimiento profundo de la Biblia. They had a profound knowledge of the Bible. Explicaron la palabra de Dios. They explained what the word of God was. Y esa palabra en el corazón de las personas empezó a moverse. 
and the fact that they had the word of God inside their hearts helped them to be able to reach out to others a un cambio en la sociedad. and helped them to evoke a change in society. Y si nosotros queremos que vuelvan a ocurrir cosas como estas, and I really hope that something like that can ha happen again. Debemos seguir predicando la palabra de Dios. We should continue to preach the word of God. Hay un texto donde Pablo le habla aquí dicen primero de Tito 4 Timoteo 4 Paul says in 2 Timothy 4 I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus who is to judge the living and the dead and by his appearing and his kingdom preach the word be ready in season and out of season reprove, rebuke and exhort with complete patience and teaching hay que predicar la palabra a tiempo y fuera de tiempo you have to teach the word or preach the word in season and out of season. Tenemos que seguir predicando el evangelio de Jesucristo. We have to continue preaching the word of God. Hay muchos grupos que están yendo a Cuba con nosotros. There are many people who have come to Cuba with us. Hay una cosecha por recoger en Cuba. There is a harvest, a rich harvest, les, ready to be. Les invitamos a unirse a, a recoger esta cosecha. And the harvest is ready to be reaped and we invite you to take part in that. Pero hay otra cosecha que recoger en Estados Unidos. But there's also a harvest here in the United States. Ustedes también tienen vecinos you guys here have neighbors que no conocen a Jesús. that don't know God, that don't know Jesus. Tienen amigos. You have friends. Tienen compañeros de trabajo. You have colleagues at work. Y estos pueden estar como aquellos fariseos que están apuntando al pecado de otro. And how can it be that they are living in sin? Estos pueden aún estar sin entender la condición que están delante de Dios. Because they don't understand what their condition is before God. Pero estoy seguro que cuando le hablan la palabra de Dios frente a ellos but I'm sure that if you were to open the word in front Cuando of them, a orar por esas personas, begin to pray for them. El Santo a de ellos, when the Holy Spirit begins to move inside of them, de pecado, de de juicio, begins to convict them of their sin, ellos van a venir a Jesús. they're going to come to Jesus. Tenemos que hacer nuestra parte. We have to do our part. Dios es fiel. God is faithful. Y Dios siempre hace su parte. And God always does His part. Tenemos que predicar a Jesucristo. We have to preach Jesus. Por todo lo que estamos viendo, creemos que estamos en el fin de los tiempos. For everything that we see happening around us, we kind of know that we're in the end times. Creemos que es una cuestión de urgencia. That it's a question of urgency. Y le animamos a que podamos unirnos. And we need to unite each other, unite ourselves. Para poder hablarles a aquellos que han de ser salvos. So that they can become saved. Que Dios les bendiga. God bless you. Well, it's true that the Lord has given us a clear gospel message to take into the world. I'm glad we began the night reading Hebrews chapter 10 because it sets the stage not just for the message that we have to bring into the world, but with why preaching the sufficiency, the centrality of Jesus Christ is so important. You know, Paul says, without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sins, and yet the works righteousness that is latent in people's minds never produces the desire to turn to Christ. The main thing that I heard tonight that I had never, I've never heard expressed that way is... The problem with the works righteousness approach is that it doesn't rightly account for the human condition. I mean, what a true statement that is. You know, somebody who thinks they can work their way to God, it's just, you're just not dealing with the world 
where people are treating their, their sin as it really is. And that ends up keeping people away from, from Christ and the gospel. So I'm thankful for that, Jose Luis. You know, it's very difficult to preach to a translator because having done it many times, I feel every time I feel like nobody's listening to me. Um, so I want to quit every time I try it. Uh, so I'm, I'm thankful for your faithfulness, brother. You have been listening to Emmanuel with Pastor Jesse Johnson. You can find more resources like this at ibcva.com. Here is a parting word from Pastor Jesse. If you have any questions about what you heard today, or if you want to learn more about what it means to follow Christ, please visit our church website, ibcva.com. If you're not a member of a local church and you live in the Washington, D.C. area, we'd love to have you worship with us here at Emmanuel. We're located in Northern Virginia, and for more information about when and where we worship, check out our church website. I hope to personally meet you this Sunday after our service. But no matter where you live, it's our hope that everyone who uses this resource is involved in their own local church. Now may God bless you this week as you seek Jesus constantly, serve the Lord faithfully, and share the gospel boldly.